Hello, hello. Joey here. Welcome back to Droolish. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Droolish. I am your host, Joey Montano. If you are new to Droolish, Droolish is a sleep and relaxation podcast focusing on helping you fall asleep, relax, and get your mind off of your day. If you have mind racing, mind chattering, insomnia, or just any sense of just terribleness and trying to fall asleep, this podcast might be for you. This podcast isn't for everyone, but I do try to provide a sense of value in every episode, talk about things that might pique your mild interest. I don't try to be too interesting. I blend in background noises, primarily white noise and uh, binaural beats. Uh, I try to keep it very subtle. I want to create an experience that helps you guys fall asleep. My voice tends to be yawn-inducing, very yawn-inducing as a matter of fact. Uh, It might not work for everyone, but I lived long enough to realize my voice makes people sleepy. So hopefully this will be a blessing in disguise. If this podcast has been able to help you fall asleep, please spread the word uh, because I always feel weird talking about myself and spreading the word for this podcast. But, but please, um, if you like, if you have any feedback, um, good feedback, uh, any improvements or subjects you guys want to talk about or just different things in general, feel free to add me on Twitter, uh, twitter.com forward slash droolish podcast, or you can send me an email at, uh, droolish podcast at gmail.com. That also works. I always appreciate any of the feedback. It helps me make the podcast better, uh, and, Let's just dive right into it, folks, because this episode is going to be a continuation off of a new series, a new mini-series I'm starting called uh, Note Cards Revisited. So if you are unfamiliar unfamiliar with Note Cards Revisited, uh, this is simply a series of note cards that I wrote a year ago uh, while I was kind of just writing out thoughts, creative ideas, and, and just keeping it all uh in note card form, and I, I was able to help myself identify the things I wanted to work on, identify more specific points uh, for subjects that I wanted to talk about as well. Uh, I looked at my numbers last week uh, in regards to like engagement and whatnot, and yeah, all the marketing hoopla. But it turns out, I really not only did I really enjoy this episode, that episode. Uh, it's been one of my more higher downloaded episodes. So uh, if I had a guess, I'd see, it seems like uh, I this might be something good. This might be something good for you guys to listen to, something for me. And I think it's just something fun in general. Um, hopefully it's not too ridiculous. Um, I don't, don't want to say too engaging because that seems weird. That implies that this is super engaging. I don't know if it is or isn't. But uh, but this I think this fits in the mildly amusing uh portion uh it's heavily amusing for me so hopefully that isn't in, that isn't as infectious i want you guys to fall asleep <laughs> but uh i don't know i I'm, I'm i'm already excited to talk about this one so last week uh we went through uh my beginning notes in the notes uh that i wrote on, on those note cards uh i were the ones that i kept close to me that i really haven't looked at in a while and a lot of these notes can be between like tips ideas uh could be creative ideas just random theories thoughts uh in streams of consciousness that i did, i wrote and i figured at some point i was going to review them 
and either take action or just review them and just decide, you know, is this worth keeping? Is this worth removing? And and go on from there. I think last week's episode was very insightful and got me to remind myself of kind of just the things that really matter and kind of got me to talk about things that uh, I felt like um, like there was a lot more to it and there was a lot more value to bring like while talking about these things. So um, so a lot of these notes are will be either self-reflection, stuff that's just for me to you, like either my insights and I think uh, I think there's a little bit of something for everyone. And of course, these are thoughts that were written uh, well uh, almost a year ago. Uh, and I am also going to be a little bit judging myself. So if you guys notice something is off or weird, chances are it probably is. But I will try to do my best here. Um, always try to keep an open mind. That's all that I ask. Um, but again, don't spend too much time listening to every single detail or word, unless if it does pique your interest, because let's be honest, I want you guys to fall asleep and... I don't want you guys to be spending your energies nitpicking at every little thing. However, if you do have that constant mind chatter and you just need that voice and you need that background noise for just to get your mind refocused on something else, then feel free to critique, judge, or do whatever. Actually, as a matter of fact, just do whatever you want. I'm just offering you guidelines to to uh, optimize your sleep for a little for for betterness, I guess. And I ha- I am looking at. At least, I have to say, 80 to 125 note cards. Uh, last week, I think I went through like 20. Since this is a mini-series, uh, I'm probably going to get through maybe 10 to 12 of these per episode. So uh, this will be, I don't know, this might be like a mini 10-part series here. And I'm going to try to release these mi- these note card episodes on Wednesdays. And then I'm gonna go circle around different types of uh, different types of episodes on the respective days. So expect for the near future uh, these no card episodes to be released on Wednesdays. And again, I love talking about these, and this also feels like uh, like I'm in Minority Report for a second, where I have all these notes and I have like within the notes cue cards for other notes that I'm trying to connect to for complete thoughts. Uh, these note cards are, I believe, three by five, so it's three of length, and, and the width is five inches. And you can get them at Office Max or Staples. Uh, I don't know if Office Max exists, but uh, get them at Staples or any office store or any arts and craft store, really anywhere. Uh, they're a few bucks each. I bought like a big old pack of like a hundred and like four packs of like one fifty. It costs like six or seven bucks. And I wrote these notes uh, because I found a Medium article that points out the importance of like writing notes and saving it down. But using using note cards specifically is just a great way to visualize and compartmentalize the thoughts in a relevant manner. And again, I found this to be very useful. The only part where I screwed up on was the fact that I never went back to review it. Hence, why we're here. So. Enjoy the rain in the background. I'm going to add some uh, Bonaro beats as well. And by Bonaro beats, I mean this is something that you guys will probably won't notice, but it's just a it's just a subtle hint that creates uh, like vibrations in your brain. Um, that's going to be focused on on sleeping and relaxation. So uh, it's hopefully it's going to be very subtle, and it should be subtle. And if it's not subtle, let me know. Because who knows, I might not even include it in this. I might just say it, and you might imagine it. Spooky. 
Anyways, enough lollygagging around. Let's just get to it, folks. So, these note cards are in no particular order. I do have them uh, set or placed like vertically and horizontally as ways to capture the thoughts, but I have no idea what's actually in each one until I get to it. So, let's just begin. This first note card says, oh, this, this is the title of it. This is my little reminder. So, uh, I have a note that says remind. So this is either to remind myself and this note card is a heading that says keep IDGT cards and circle back. And I don't know what um, I don't know what IDGT means, but I think it means I don't get to remember. I don't know. Uh, in parentheses underneath I have maybe these thoughts are lost and not forgotten. So I think these are actually incomplete thoughts that I've never actually flushed out or I was onto something and then I completely never circled back to. So we're going to tackle that today, or at least some of these IDGT thoughts. So the first one, uh, let's see here. Uh, this is an IDGT, so this is not complete, but it's, um, but it's categorized. Am I justifiably correct in questioning everything? Parentheses. This is where random thoughts come in and I lose concentration. So, yeah, this one, okay, these are pretty much incomplete thoughts. Incomplete thoughts that I was written and then I lost concentration, whether it was due to ADHD or just my mindset, I don't know. But I figured to write it down. And this is the thought that I did not finish. So, but I did make a note and saying this is where I lose my thoughts. So if I am I justified am I justifiably correct in questioning everything blank? Am I justifiably correct in questioning everything period? If I had to come back and circle back and try to complete this thought, maybe there's one underneath. No. In questioning everything. So the answer to that, am I justifiably correct in question everything? Question mark. No more to that. I think, past Joey that wrote this, I think you are justifiably correct in questioning everything. Maybe you guys are too. But looking at it now, it's like, you know, it's deciding, well, am I, is it worth trying to justifiably, sorry, is it, is it worth trying to cor be correct in everything or just take things in stride? And I think a lot of this has to do with just the fact that maybe I spent too much time online, maybe so much time I've been spent all, spent all time being distracted. All the times that I've had trouble, like trying to fall asleep, well, the anxiety that I've had, uh, might just be due to the fact that I would read something, digest it, and then just question it. Not just question it, but just question it for questioning's sake. I think that's something that, that, that like philosophers do, but I think just like the amount of like granularity or just pedantic like types of subjects or things that I would just question. Um, it might not actually come to like any real value at the end of the day. Now, I'm trying to think of an example, but since these are incomplete thoughts, <laughs> I'm just trying to bridge the gaps of where I was trying to go. This is kind of a bummer because this is, this is a good this is a good beginning, but generally the ending point is where I like to work my way back. Um, so. I mean, so am I, am I justifiably correct in questioning everything? Yeah, I think we all are. If you hear something, I think you should question it. Um, but I think it's just setting up a system or a way to say, hey, like, is it worth my time or should I just, or are there, are there other bigger fish to fry or other 
things that I should just be focused on versus spending my life figuring out what did this person mean or what does this person say? And, uh, you know, I, I think that's the synopsis of that. Uh, so for these cards, uh, I'm going to do a keep and remove pile. And for this first one, I, I'm still, I think I answered that question out loud. Like, it's finally correct to justifiably be correct questioning everything. It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. But just because I'm justifiably correct in just questioning it, the aspect of it, does not mean it's worth either my time or my energy when there are so many other things that could be done. So maybe I'm just convincing myself that's the case, and maybe I'm saying it out loud just so I can beat it in. And maybe if you're listening, maybe you agree or disagree. Uh, I don't know. These are just, I guess these are just my... Uh, real-time thoughts and yeah. but I'm gonna re I'm gonna put this in uh, my discard pile because I think I completed that thought but it's a thought that I it's it's the thought itself I feel like if I kept that it would not make sense like I feel like it's just a, a, a feedback loop of just me questioning the fact that I'm questioning it which is what I've done for the last few minutes so no I'm getting rid of that one. I am keeping the title here. Keep IDGT, keep it circled back. So I am circling back here. This next note card. Did I do enough to make people aware? Did I do enough? That is a very ominous type of IDGT, like a, something to circle back on. I did come back at some point with a star in a different color ink, which means it's a super important that says of what. So did I do enough to make people aware of what? Now I wrote this before the podcast. Huh. No, I think I get this. I think this is just a question that just needs the right framing. Because like, what what this is trying to say, at least what I was trying to get at, past Joey, that how the current Joey is reading, is the end goal is to be like, you know, I, I think the second half of that sentence doesn't doesn't apply. I think it should be removed. Did I just did I do enough? Period. I mean, do do you guys? You know, I think sometimes if you're sleeping at night and you have the mind racing, and or maybe if it just comes to self reflection, just answering like, did I just do enough for my goal? Did I do enough for this podcast? Am I doing enough for life? Did I do enough for my job? Uh, when something good or bad happens, did I do enough? Did I do enough? I think, you know, I think that's really relevant. I don't, yeah, in this case, the frame, you know, that's the question, but then you want to put it in the framework, or I want to put it in the framework. So, do I, did I do enough to make more people aware of this podcast, as an example? If I want this podcast to grow, am I, Am I asking myself right now, am I doing enough, or did I? Did I implies that something's done, and reflecting on it. So, to make more people aware of me, or what? This is a very powerful one. I think I've cleared up what it's supposed to mean. But I think it's a self-reminder when it comes to, uh, that's not just reflection, but like circling back on things. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting, huh? So this next one, I'm going to separate these as well. 
So I have one discarded and two kept in theory. Now I have this section called comedy plus jokes. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm doing it. So let's see here. I don't I don't know if a lot of this is planning or whatnot, but I'm gonna go through. So I'm assuming the comedy and jokes are probably either bits that I've written, skits that I've written, or jokes that I kinda thought of that were funny, but I just couldn't actually figure out the right way to, to deliver it. Which will probably make this section very terrible or very great. First note card, tagged, comedy, uh, parentheses, reg, don't know what that means. Style, uh, okay, so I think this is, oh, this, I think these are just notes, maybe. Style, Colbert, voice, body, pacing, I think, oh, these are just comedy notes on what he did to make funny, to make funnies, I guess. Um, negative, the positive, expect the answer, and then the opposite, character, he just voice changes and then commits. Yes and, the follow-up of a combo, and let's see if they keep following up. Okay, so I think these are some of the bits he's done. I think this is actually from a video I read through with an analysis. Uh, this is probably more self-notes of what he did, what he does, what he did. And honestly, this is the stuff that I used to do all the time. I feel like as the years progressed, my sense of humor has diminished. I don't like that, guys. I don't like losing a sense of humor. I don't know if it's just becoming an adult, Maybe it's just being more serious about things. I don't know. It's, uh, I need to rebalance. I need to recenter myself, guys. This card is a, is a remind. This card itself is just a reminder that I, to me, that I lost my ability to laugh and have a sense of humor. And I need to get it back. Not on this podcast. This podcast is not to make you laugh. Although if you do laugh, then I'm, I'm fine with that. But, uh, I'm keeping that card. Not much semblance behind it. Behind it, it's just a bunch of notes. Uh, a joke I wrote. Or maybe it was like a. I don't know. I wrote this one. Blank is on blank. Oh yeah, the analogy. Like Sherpa's on in the Himalayas. Or Sherpa's on the Himalayas. Sherpa's on a mountain. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like saying. I don't like saying cliche jokes over and over again. But my favorite one from a commercial is uh, this guy. I think, uh, I think from like a double mint commercial or something like that, or an Orbitz commercial, where something happens, but this guy's like, this dude's on him, like stink on a monkey. And I just, I don't know, I love that. Or a hobo on a ham sandwich. I just wrote, and Sherpa, like, like Sherpa's on a mountain. I don't know, I just thought that was funny. But they still think it's funny, that's a good joke. I use that regularly. Get a good, get a good, get a good couple laughs. Although I don't need to use that anymore. I'm discarding it. This joke is written down, but it's, um, but it's just more of a zinger in real time. Not really a, not, not exactly a pre-planned joke. Just thinking of trying to be creative in that aspect. Here's the joke. Oh my god. Alright, I wrote this down. Uh, <laughs> it's just a stupid jokes. This, this is more of a stream of consciousness thought, so... I'm asking you, do white people get nervous when deciding to like a minority friend's racial memes post? I've really thought about that. I don't know if that's a joke, but I'm very curious. I have I have white friends, but they're not like quite a lot of white friends actually. I rarely I rarely talk about race, but since you know this joke's already talking about it, yeah, uh, a lot of my white friends are just uh, I don't know, Mormons, Jews, homosexuals, just a lot of them. I don't know. Maybe. 
it's just, you know, that's just who they are. It's not, there's not really, um, they're not, they're, they're generally more ostracized compared to the, I guess, the, what is it, the, the, the European-American friends, or white, white friends, I guess. Or as what other minorities would say, just call them whiteies without any real semblance, but, or like any further granularity, I should say. But I'm curious, though. Do white people get nervous when deciding to like a minority's friend's racial memes post? Like, you, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, like if I were, because, you know, I'm, I'm Hispanic, so if I were to post, like, a, uh, like a, what is it, like the Mexican word of the day, day post meme, but it's like, it's more like racially charged, like, you feel like anyone who's, like, not Hispanic or primarily white, because that's generally the baseline of, like, judging a race, do they actually get nervous, or do they like without thinking about it? Or do they like, you're like, oh my god, like, that's funny? I don't know. Maybe overthink that. That's a random thought. I laughed to myself. But, yeah. I'm keeping that. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Here's another joke. And this, is, this is literally written in chicken scratch. Chicken scratch, boys and girls. Uh, throat punch... Your pet parakeet needs a setup. What? Oh, this is a this is an incomplete thought. Oh my god. I don't know. I think the idea behind this was that in today's day and age, saying something that doesn't offend anyone is freaking tough. So you gotta have jokes that are more focused on inanimate objects or things that people get angry at hypothetically, like poor hypothetically. Poor hypothetical parakeet, if I punched your pet parakeet, would you feel sad? I don't know. I don't know if that even makes any sense. Needs a setup. I think that I think I, I think I know where I was getting at here. I was trying to write the punchline first and work my way back. And maybe down the road. I'm gonna keep this. I'm gonna I feel like I can make that work if I ever circle back to that. Uh The next one. This is the joke here, I guess. It's labeled joke. Let's see, or there is a theory. I have a theory about penmanship. Poor handwriting is indicative of a blank. And then I literally can't read this. Blank handwriting is indicative of an anti-Trump rally. Dang it. Come on. What did I write there? Fancy writing? I think there's something there. Reading it out loud, I think there's something there. Again, incomplete jokes that just don't, <laughs> that are just not there yet. <laughs> Here's a random thought. It's still under comedy, but I guess this, this is pretty relevant. I'm reading it out loud. It still makes sense to me. I can't imagine most desperate criminals to be that unreasonable. Like if you're a if you're a mugger and wanted cash, at least have the decency to hand back the ID card and debit cards. Right? Everyone knows getting chargebacks and credit cards is much more easier than a debit card. Like, have you tried to get money back from a bank? It like takes like twice as long. Why can't criminals just be more like just just have them be more considerate? All right? You threaten me, gun, knife. I get nervous. I get scared. I give you my wallet, but at least give me my debit card and ID. That is way, like, you can't, you can't take back the time and hassle and the trip to the DMV. 
Like, the hassle of it, man. I would be so angry if that happened. Like, I I don't know. I'm a weird guy. I feel like I would be someone who would still request my ID back uh, if someone were to bug me. And the debit cards. It just, I don't know. It seems like that could be something for a comedy skit. Like, that, I think that's, I think a comedy skit has to be, there's something there. I know there's something there. Because I, I, I imagine it in my head right now. Of, like, something that could be, like, set up in the style of, like, the show The League, where people are getting mugged, and then the guy's like, wait, hold up. Hold, you know, give me a second. Like, he's like, I know you're mugging me, but, like, can I at least get my ID back? Like, I, like you got what you need. Like, I, I don't want to go to the DMV. And then the criminal could be like, yeah, he's like, I, he's like, I understand, dude. I got my license the other day. I kept it at home because, you know, the mugging, I don't want people to know who I am. And it's like, oh, yeah, completely understandable. You know, that interaction. I feel like that would be hilarious. Of course, I have it all imagined in my head. I just have to turn that into reality. I'm keeping that one. I'm coming off strong with some, some fire jokes here. Some, uh... <laughs> By fire, I mean, like... Not a real fire. Joke weird. I put the okay. So this is interesting. This is in parentheses weird. You're all weird. This is what it says. You're all you're all effing weird. Let's play a game. Show of hands. Who has hands? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have. I shouldn't. I should not be laughing. On that one. Okay, that's how I know. I know that one's good. I'm sorry, guys. That one, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to be a little bit egotistical on that one. Show hands. Who has hands? <laughs> That's not even okay. Who is willing to share? This is still okay. So I get this. Yeah, the joke is, you know, you know, we're all weird. Okay, if you play a game, show of hands. Okay, who's willing to share their internet history? on social media, including incognito browsing history, VPN, re like, remove that, your phone history. Now, again, show of hands, who's willing to give all that up? Who's willing to show it? The point is, we're all weird. Alright? I don't know, that joke is hands. Alright, if I see someone do that, I'm going to be very upset. Or just take it. I don't know, I thought that was... This is such a corny... That's a good one, though. If you have a stand-up show and someone did that, oh my god. Of course, it can, it can bomb. I just thought that was hilarious to me. Um, but I don't know, I think that, that would be funny for other people. That's kind of the whole point of stand-up, right? The two jokes that get people to laugh. I thought that was great. Side tangent, though. Have you guys noticed the... Um, the stand-up comedy scenes, especially on Netflix, there are, there are a few exceptions, but like the style of stand-up has been has gone completely um, like derailed. Like I like I'm not like stand-up comedy. People say like there's supposed to be a punchline to a joke and all these things, but a lot of the a lot of the um, newer comics that I'm seeing on Netflix, uh, they just tend to tell stories, which are great. I love stories, stories with some funny flares to it, but. Uh, I don't want to sound like an old Vogan and be like, you know, that's not what stand-up is supposed to be, but, um, but I guess they got the Netflix stuff. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just, maybe I, maybe I just need to adapt with the times, and I don't know. But, anyways. This one's still a joke. Oh, this is continuing from the joke. Whoa. So, yeah, this is a post at Reddit. First stand-up in ten years. Here's my show, Tell to the World. 
go deeper. Google releases all your data. Anyone in the world can view it. Oh, they got quieter fast. Majority of us. I think this joke is, uh, yeah. Just started out as a joke and then it just started turning into a rant of Google. See, I can't be doing, see that's, that's where I lose it. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm articulate, but I'm not articulate enough to like go on a soapbox and just like lay, lay you know, lay pipe on things that I don't like. Like I just like to have like funny jokes that are quippy, almost like Chandler from um, from Friends. Man, it's tough, man, to write jokes or not just to write jokes, but to tell jokes in real time, observational humor with strangers. Like, oops, might run into a Karen. I'm kidding. Karen's out there. <laughs> oh no. But uh Yeah, no. I'll I'll read what it says in the note card, guys. But this goes this went from me laughing out loud to me just shaking my head, man. So a lot of scribbles. Uh this joke continues. Google shares data, anyone can view it, but that means it, you could be reviewed. The bastard stepchild LinkedIn model. Oh, really? Hmm. I would love to see how this shit plays out in... Warfare? What? Family, friends, skit. So this is more of a skit. I know I am sound like I'm all over the place. But I think, uh... This joke had a second point to it, or maybe this bit. Is that I want Google to have... An, I have an idea for Google, or a type of Google, where Google not only shares the data, but anyone can view it. Okay, so if anyone could view what you browse, but because of that, if someone were to view you, then you immediately opt in to have everyone else view your activity. So if I viewed your activity, you could view mine, and so can the world. So essentially, yeah, so essentially, like, this is the best, I like to call it the bastard stepchild of LinkedIn. <laughs> I feel like that could be a skitter or something. Eh. Eh, I'm a hit or miss on that one. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about that. I feel like there's something there, but there's not. Eh. I'm gonna remove that one. If I have to think too hard, I think that's a sign that I shouldn't shouldn't use it. So that one is discarded. So one of them still stayed. But nope. I'm removing the one prior. For the first joke I had <laughs> with the who has hands bit I'm keeping that. That's just hilarious to me. That's, that's a greedy joke, I'm not gonna lie. So, there are the jokes ones. I'm not gonna separate these cards. This is more of a stream of consciousness. I'm going through this in real time. So setting up timestamps for types of jokes and, or, or types of cue cards and things uh, doesn't make too much sense, uh, at least immediately. So, yeah, no no semblance of structure in this episode. Just, just enjoy the ride, folks. We got many more of these to go, and we're only 30 minutes in. Yeah, I think I think this might be a good uh good seven part of seven part series. I, don't you guys enjoy mini series though? Like I enjoy a mini series. It's like a little breath of fresh air. So I this section I have quotes. I think all these are quotes. Yeah. So this one's labeled quotes. Instead of overthinking setbacks, just move forward. I think that's true. I mean, 
I mean, I want to dwell on setbacks, but this is a good self-reminder. Uh, now, I know some of you guys talk, you know, might be thinking, oh, yeah, Joe, you talk about these things all the time, or, you know, whatever. I think there's a big difference between overthinking and reflection. And overthinking really means, I mean, I think a lot of us understand what overthinking is. I mean, it's literally the mind chatter we get at night. We're trying to sleep, like, we're trying to get out of our own heads. Overthinking just means we're just, we're overdoing it. That There's nothing more to it. So... It implies that there is a regular amount of thinking that needs to be done, and you move on. Whereas overthinking is, you do the you do the you do the right amount of thinking, and then you stop. And as opposed to doing, you stop and think, oh, actually, I'm going to keep thinking more about any possibility. I, especially on social media, I'm very, very nervous about that stuff. But it's very relevant. It's a good quote. It's a good quote. Now, even even though I said it out loud, it makes makes perfect sense. So, this goes to my keep pile. Boom. So this is self. This is a self note. And I don't want to give away the farm, but like there, but a lot has changed since the self note. Maybe it's time to dedicate myself to be the best in the world at something. Cool. I'm gonna read that one more time because that is a loaded statement. Maybe it's time to dedicate myself to be the best in the world at something. Now, I've read this, I've seen this. It's a lot easier to be the top tier at one thing than to try to be good at everything. Like, it's a lot easier. I mean, if you spend 16 hours a day doing one thing and becoming darn good at it, you know, you have no, like, avoiding friends, games, everything. Spend like six months, 16 hours a day heads down learning experience, just immersing yourself. You're going to become so good, you might be near the best of the world at, at some point, if you keep it up. Uh, I think uh, I think it was Outliers, that's the book, which, spoiler alert, that might be something mentioned in a later episode. That uh, mentions 10,000 10, hours to become a master at something. So, become best of the world at something, it's going to mean, it takes a lot of time, but it Oh yeah, this is more of a self-note just to tell myself, hey, maybe I should stop doing 80 billion things and focus it in. And in the last year, I gotta say, I'm, I'm a little bit proud of myself in narrowing that down. I still get distracted easily, don't get me wrong, but I'm not in a thousand places. There is uh, one caveat, though, and I don't want to mention it now. But, uh, you know what, screw it, I'll mention it. I'm going to mention this in the next episode, but I think it's really well really relevant, especially for those who, who really do have trouble sleeping. And one of the reasons why I had a lot of insomnia, especially younger, is that I never figured out like what I wanted to do in life. What, you know, what are the options? And there are so many options, there's so many careers, there's so many, there's so many possibilities of what you can do and want to do, and everyone says you need to pick us one thing and run with it, and you got to focus on it. And I... In my heart of hearts, I, I know that's true, but in the same vein, I, I also know it's not the only way. Like, you know, I consider myself relatively successful, and I've had a lot of hobbies and focuses, and and I think having side things and other things outside of like one thing you do forever is it's helpful. It's just figuring out that blend of like doing what you want to do or or the right combination. And this note says, become the best in the world at something, and I think that is the key to do 
Um, but I think in regards to the how or the what, I just answer the how as the how to do it. Like, does that require your whole time? Does that require, like, 20 hours a day and four hours of sleep? You know, does it require great sacrifice? And I think we all kind of know, have an idea of what to expect. We all have our own, like, thresholds and baselines, so I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna give numbers for you guys, because I'm still figuring that out myself. But the key thing that I want to tell you, or, like, the takeaway for you guys is... You know, there are people, and there are a lot of people, like Tim Ferriss was one of them, like, you know, they can dedicate themselves to be the best at building ways to do a lot of things at once. And it, it might not be like having the Facebooks of the world, but they're, but they know how to allocate their time to dedicate 100% of what they do towards the things that they want to, only on their given time frames. So you can give 100% at four hours of podcasting or 100% at doing this, uh, you know, doing this, this or that. So, uh, still becoming the best in the world at something is something I really aspire to do. But me personally, I'm figuring out, I just can't, I can't just focus on one thing like that. Unless if there's something that, uh, that really enthralls me. The only time that ever happened was, uh, poker. And that still took like eight or nine years for me to like not kind of want to play as much. And I still love poker, but there hasn't been anything that just makes me want to become the best at and like shout out the world like I'm the best at this. Maybe it's this podcast. Maybe maybe I just have the best voice for sleep. You know, I don't know. But side note, if I do have the best voice for sleep, let me know. Not only let me know, spread the word. Again, I don't like spreading the word myself. It just feels weird. I don't want people to be like, hey, I got the voice. I'm hoping my voice makes people fall asleep. So if you guys think that, feel free to spread the word. Maybe maybe I do have the best voice. Either way, uh, this is a good self-note. So I'm going to keep that. This is this next note. It's labeled random. And the first thing it says is, side note, looking back at things 10 years ago is cringe. That is very true. So if you ever want to feel like you're cringy, just go on Facebook and look at your photo album 10 years ago. Or look at what you were on 10 years ago. Look at the old Zanga blog article, or your Zanga post you wrote on your personal blog in your teenage years. Or go go look at your MySpace page that might exist, or go to Web Archive and look at it. A lot of the stuff we did 10 years ago, if you're a YouTuber, look at your videos 10 years ago. Look at, heck, even in nine more years, if if this podcast is still going, I'm going to look at the 10 years, look at the first episodes and probably cringe, or maybe not. But everything we've done, even a decade ago, is cringe, and you you know what? Say what you want, but if it feels cringe and you look at something 10 years ago, it means that you've matured and you've aged, probably for the better, and you've learned and experienced a lot more. Okay? You've gained different perspectives, you gain different insights, and have different experiences. So, you know, the fact that you can cringe at it from 10 years ago is still, it, you know, it's, it wasn't cringe then, but if it's cringe now, yeah, it just means you, you know, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. It just means you've grown, and chances are you probably were enjoying life for what it was, and you're going with the flow. You know, it's just time encapsulated. You can look at that stuff. So there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I'd, I'd rather be someone who could look back and cringe than someone who is never there at all and just not living. That's just me. 
here is one powerful quote. This one should have been a top tier quote that should not be hidden. Uh, it's labeled inspirational quotes. Never give up where the average person would. I'll say that one more time because I that this this was a bomb right there. Never give up where the average person would. It's my personal opinion that a lot of us are average in a lot of ways. Uh, just in a, give anyone a random scenario and a random situation, and I think you know the average person, quote unquote, is probably what we would probably think of it as like. People. There's a difference between people and a person's people's kind of like a collective of understandings and habits and more society things um, where it's more reactionary impulsive how people decide and, and the, the traditional habits because for example the average person is not a millionaire the average person is I don't know maybe you and me someone who is trying to get through life they work they're figuring out what they're doing they have their days in and days out they're not in meetings 20 hours a day. They have hobbies. You know, they like to go to bars. Okay, you know, so on and so forth. But when it comes to the mentality of like wanting to be super successful, like to own a business or having like not just own a business, but like own a successful business or a franchise or become like a entrepreneur, and it requires work and effort and learning. You know, a lot of people will try like even dieting, for example. It's like your diet and exercising and after two weeks you stop you know or after 30 days you stop it's like a year's year's resolutions I'm just throwing random examples you know keeping the mindset of like you know if I'm about to give up like keep, like understanding wherever like understanding that other people might have plateaued at certain points should be indicative of you not giving up if that makes sense like if you know you're about to give up and you realize a lot of people are kind of giving up at the same time then that's when you should tell yourself and you should know like wait a minute like no 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 like that's when i should keep going like i know your body and everything else says no but at this note it says just never give up where the average person would powering through that like that that line itself might just be the the juice needed maybe just for me too and i'm speaking like i've talked to you guys personally but this is for me never give up where the average person would yeah this is i have no idea how this slip this one is incredibly powerful and honestly I think the reason I put this here is that uh, I, I think I said I think I circled back at this at one point probably in the fall for some of these cards and I think this is when I was kind of deciding whether or not I should even keep doing the podcast but I was just tired and I didn't want to do it but then I figured I, I read somewhere that like most people don't even like get past like eight episodes and I was like an episode like six or something like that I didn't want to keep going. Um, but kind of like, I don't know. It's just, if I gave up, I would have just been like the average person. I don't want to be, in the world of podcasting, I like things I want to put effort in, I don't want to be average at. Okay. And, and I made peace with the fact that I'm very average or below average at a lot of things. Uh, a lot of things. A lot of things, guys. It was just the most of the things you guys hear about or t I talk about, those are the things that interest me. Um, that might that might make me a average or above average in certain in certain things, um, but compared to the things I don't talk about, which is literally ninety nine point nine 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 nine, you know, almost an infinite amount of things I don't talk about, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be average or below average at. So so I try to keep that mindset for the things I don't want to give up on. 
This is super powerful. I'm gonna. This is not. This is not just the keeper. This is a. That's something that uh, I get to read every morning. Next to note card. Always think, quote, what do I get out of it, quote, on self-improvement to better identify what to focus on. So this just means, at least to me, talking back, uh, sum it up, in other words, it just means like, you know, be mindful, like understand what the intent is and what you're doing and why you're doing it. And this is an exercise that I'm still actively working on. It's something that it's a bit of a habit, but I have to, you know, it's, it's, it's a tiresome but rewarding habit. And that's simply like just asking yourself, like, like, what's the point of this? Or what do I get out of it? Like if you're in a meeting for an hour, you have to ask yourself, like, why am I in this meeting? Okay. Or what's the point of this meeting? Like what like what are the key points? Like what like what are the goals here? As long as you're mindful and intentful about what you're doing, you can start like you can start and realize you can start realizing wait a minute, like, this meeting has no bearing, no, it's not, not fruitful, you know, it's just a waste of time, and unless if I want an hour's worth of breaks, which, again, if you're an hourly employee, yeah, maybe, maybe that might actually be your, your MO, um, but if you're just gonna, you know, if you just want to have a purpose and why you're doing these things so you can spend your time and energy focusing on things that require active thought and active energy, like, I, an act of purpose like always asking yourself like why am i doing these things at you know before you do it or as you're about to do it, it can help you create the right mindset of like of training yourself like hey i'm improving this and uh you know my big thing here uh is before i moved to vegas i spent a lot of time on self self-help and self-improvement because i was always like super shy i never really talked uh, very i was a huge introvert uh, and a lot of people and just hung out with like the same friends and there's nothing wrong with that you know it's all comfort zones but I really made it a point for me to be like hey like uh, I want to level up I want to have a career I want to do these things I want to be I want to become better than who I was yesterday and the big thing for me was like I wanted to improve my communication skills just like this podcast me where I could talk about things out loud and and try to express my thoughts and all that fun all that fun cheese I guess uh you know, I, before then I joined, uh, I worked at Office Max as a sales associate, so I got to greet people every day, and I got to talk and help help them out and practice my interactions, practice all the learnings I did from, like, the books I've read and see what worked and what didn't work, and, and it turns out, like, a lot of the books were right. And I put myself in a situation where, you know, I would take a job and I would ask, okay, well, what am I getting out of this? Like, how am I going to improve or grow? And that's essentially what I did. So... Uh, this, is, this is a good note. Uh, this is just a good self note. So I'm glad that if you guys are able to hear that, just kind of just be more mindful about what you're doing and why you're doing it. And if you don't know why you're working or what you're getting out of it, then um, then it's probably just time to move on. And I know some people are thinking, well, you know, I got this job because what I get out of it, it's money. Well, again, the whole idea is if you want to focus on self improvement, money is 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 for you to to self sustain. That's not self improvement. Okay, so I want to make that clear. Okay, if you want more money to reinvest, you know, then keep, you know, if you want to make money to survive, it's one thing. If you want to make more money to survive and have hobbies or go party or do whatever you want in your free time and you're happy, like, you just be mindful of that. 
and just keep that as your goal. Uh, just, I, I think a lot of us just forget about that over time, and these notes are good self-reminders for us to stay grounded. So I got two more note cards, and I'm going to call it a day, because uh, we've gone through, I think, yeah, I don't know, like a dozen so far. So two more for your enjoyment. This one is labeled facts. So this is this is straight up facts in life. These are past Joey facts in life. Uh, this is straight to the point. The real world wants value. Period. So if you're ever wondering like what you can do, like how to make money, how to be successful, how to win, you need to bring value in the real world. That's it. Now I have in parentheses different examples. A job. You want your job, to, you know, your job should offer value, should offer tangible value. I think Grant Cordone talks about being a 10Xer. You know, someone hires you for like 50 grand, you bring like 500k worth of value. As long as you understand like the value that you bring, uh, you know, that's what the world wants. Especially for like a job, your career, or skills. Like if you're wondering like what should I learn or what can I do, like, you know, look online and find like, okay, like here are these in-demand skills that are needed for this job or this career. Okay, so like, you know, that it expresses the amount of value that you're bringing, uh, especially for a role. Same thing for personality or entertainment, um, even helping people in results. So like, you know, no one, no one is going to go out of their way to listen or pay attention to anyone or anything without any sort of give back. Okay, and that's where the value comes in. And that's why I mention this on the podcast frequently, like value, value. Like I want to, like this podcast itself is a means to help you guys fall asleep, or at least I believe that. And at the very least, like if you still can't fall asleep because this podcast isn't an end-all be-all for, for sleep, for sleeping aids, uh, you know, at the very minimum, I want to provide you either nuggets of knowledge that hopefully will help you, things that I've learned. Uh, and some episodes like money in your pocket, uh, like for the sports betting and whatnot. So that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's like the subjects I want to bring should offer some sort of insight or something, a nugget that you could take away and be like, you know what, this was worth it, of listening. Uh, or at least helping you try to solve a problem. In this case, it's hopefully it's sleep. So, yeah, real world, the real world wants value. It's just up to you to figure out how. And I think a lot of people will sell themselves short on, uh, on answering that how. Especially as you get older, you, I mean, I think a lot of us, if you're older, if you lived on this planet for 20 to 60 years, you picked up something that could provide value. Just keep that mindset. And uh, I guess the other part of that too, it's not written down, but if you want to figure out like, well, how do I make that practical? I mean, making that practical would require tons of hours, courses, but it, to keep it simple, you just got to find the people that are looking for what you have to offer. That's it. No, but there's nothing more. That's it. Next tip. And the last one, too. This was a self. And I said tips here, so. So this one, ooh, this is a good one to end it on. I just skimmed it. This is a self note. Just let the past be the past. Learn, move on, 
sprinkle nostalgia once in a while and look at for present and future you. Oh, sorry, look out for present and future you. Those guys can change. This is me. If anyone reads this, oh, that's it. I didn't finish. So let me repeat that because I know it sounded like it was a little bit okay. Just let the past be the past. Learn. Move on. Sprinkle nostalgia once in a while and look look out for the present and future you. The present you and future you, they can change. The past you, he, he's, he's already done. He's already recorded in time. But the present you, you pay attention and look out for future you and both of those can change. That's very true. In other words, you know, don't be so down on yourself about the past. People change. You can change. You can learn skills, get skill up, improve up, help others. I mean, hell, I've changed. I think I've changed a lot since the beginning of this podcast. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like I'm. I feel like I'm more in sync with myself. And hopefully, you guys have uh, changed too. Whether it's your habits, your sleeping habits, or your ability to. Anything. I don't know. I can't think of any practical examples. But uh, yeah, guys, that was it for this episode of Note Cards Revisited, the mini-series. We only had one, two, three, four discards of things that even looking back, you know, it's either things I've settled or just am, find like no realistic value, like as is, or just completely complete. And then I got one, two, three, four, five, six, Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen keepers. So yeah, we, we went through about twenty note cards today, and I'd say we're about twenty percent done uh, from these two episodes. So yeah, I yeah, I, I think we got about like five more episodes, five to seven more episodes left of this. Uh, so hopefully you guys enjoy this. Uh, if you are liking it, or if you have any ideas for additional episodes, feel free to send me an email uh, to droolishpodcast at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at droolishpodcast. I do have a a Facebook and YouTube, but I don't actively promote that. Uh, I guess I should be talking more about Patreon. Uh, If you guys find any value in sleeping uh, actually, and and want to support the podcast, uh, any Patreon donations will go back into helping me uh, not only just create more episodes, uh, help me, it will help me streamline how I edit episodes, uh, add more like production value, not like in the audio, but like for more videos and adding transcriptions for those who actually like to read, uh, and uh, help me just do a lot of like the website backend stuff because I'm even posting on social media. I've, I'm just terrible. So yeah, the more um, help, like resourcing I get, the better. Uh, but. Uh, but yeah, right now, like I said, this podcast is mainly just a hobby, and it's something that I really like doing. You know, uh, do a couple episodes a week, and yeah, that's it, folks. Um, when it comes to the note cards, now, now we're at parting words again. I love the parting words, guys. I don't know about you, but parting words are. I don't know. I just like parting words. It just sounds so, so nice. Um, I don't think I have anything too much to add to the podcast, guys. In parting words, 
uh, in case you're just kind of like the stream of consciousness thoughts that kind of wind down podcast i feel like that makes sense though to, to include this um i don't think i'm like part of me thinks like am i convincing myself or am i convincing you guys like like that this makes sense um but the way i think about this is that i think a lot of us when we have insomnia or in trouble sleeping especially when it comes to mind racing and i feel like that's just always going to be a thing like for, for a lot of us overthinkers and i think if we have a lot of mind racing personally i think there is something special and not like oh each you know each individual is super special it's like no 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 there's generally a trait that we probably have that makes us like if you have the ability to overthink or the time you know, the timing to overthink it just means that you know our brain capacity is is there like we can handle a lot more than we think um, and it's just unlocking and just clawing out like the things that you need to stop you know that we need to stop overthinking about and putting that towards the energy to action uh, i i i feel like that's the case as to why and how well you know that is the million dollar question my friends because i think the why and how to that will probably unlock a lot more potential in all of us um and get us like thinking in the right mindset i feel like i'm kind of i feel like I'm, it's always like a roller coaster for me when i when i talk about this stuff because i feel like you know, part of me is like it's close i feel like i'm there i feel like i'm you know i think right now i don't know i feel like you know life is decent life is good um but the thing is, when I say that, it's like it's the thing that isn't said is it's it's relative to what's going on right now. Okay, so relative to the world that's going on right now, like you know, I don't have to worry about like SWAT people coming in, bombings, war, you know, quote unquote. I know there's a lot of propaganda and stuff that's related to it, and I don't want to dive too much into politics. But like for all intents and purposes, like I feel like as is things that affect me directly. And for those around me, like that's I don't, that's just the thing. That's just the shell that I want to focus on right now. And as I focus on bigger ventures and other things that help, uh, I don't know, that help me like either build business or figure figure things out. Then the capacity for me to spend time helping and solving the other issues that are bigger will come. Um, but I just never felt like, you know, depending on a president, depending on the government, depending on people around me to help me out is, you know, it, it's just a feeling that I don't want to put myself in. And it's not a pride thing. It's just, it's just a, it's just a, I'm trying to think of the right word to phrase it. Like, I don't, like, I don't want to be in a position which where I have to have to slash the need to depend on any other one so i guess what i'm trying to get at is like being self-sustaining is like probably a baseline um, i don't even know what point i'm talking about but eh, these are these are words and again if you're listening well uh well I, I i would have to say kudos for listening but hopefully you are asleep um you know, i i you know, i take my sleep seriously but i um but I'm trying to be mindful of, actually, I don't know what I'm trying to be mindful of. Uh, when it comes to sleeping, I'm just trying to make sure like I have good quality sleep, but I'm trying to find ways to improve the quality of sleep. Uh, if you guys have noticed, I haven't talked too much about like sleeping-related stuff in a while for the podcast, 
And by a while, I mean like a few weeks. Okay, like I, I can talk more about the sleeping stuff and the, and the knowledge and know-how. But I'm not... Uh, but I feel like I'm not at the point to where I can like comfortably like teach it in a way to where like it, it helps. And uh, not only that, but I also test a lot of the things myself. Because I, it's one thing for me to talk about things that I've read and that I've seen. But like it's it's different when I can talk about my experiences with on top of it because I don't I don't want this to be a podcast that's just me reading things nonstop. Like it just it, it just doesn't seem right to me. Like like yeah, there's content there that exists, but like putting it in a form that offers value is a different story. Uh, maybe that's why I like the snowcast this the snow card episode. And maybe you know maybe the last down the last episode where I talked about it could have been a one off. But. Um, but I don't know, I, I look at the numbers and I try to gauge from there because uh, that's the only tangible thing I can work off of and I have to make a, I have to make guesses, I can't say assumptions, but I have to do make my best guesses as to like why people enjoy things and why and what works and what doesn't. Um, because, I don't know, just, it, it's hard enough for me to actually express like my thoughts of what's going on and I'm, and, uh, I'm me and trying to extract that from people who might just like in listening to the podcast that just might like my voice or might like the things I'm talking about like unless I directly ask and tell everyone each individual like what they're doing like and even then like those people might be like oh yeah I just like it because I like your voice but there could be underlying reasons but they just but you know or maybe they don't like it they're being nice there's there gonna be so many things um and what people and why people do things or why they like things and uh and part of it too is just communication like some people can ex- like to tell you in great detail, in great clarity, why they like things, and other people um, just might be like, "It's good because I like it." And there's not, there's you know, there isn't any insight behind it, but they they just know they like it and they can't explain why. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Um, but it's just the nature of the beast, where it's like you know, it's uh, when it comes to understanding, there there are always going to be gaps, and I, I just sense that, and I feel like. Communication is key for everything, and maybe that's the reason why I, I like talking about this podcast because it takes me 30 minutes to get to the point, and I think the people who listen actually enjoy the process. Um, because it's hard for me to get to a point with clear understanding, knowing that there are so many nuances, and yeah. But I, I don't think I have anything else to add. If no, I don't. I, I, my my throat's starting to uh, dry up, and I thought I could start. I thought I could do like three episodes in a day, but I think my my throat's only allowing for two, uh, which is kind of a bummer because I really like to record like in batches. But if my throat's not letting me uh, do what it needs to, then I I'm gonna have to call it. Uh, this this next week though, um, after these episodes, I got some interesting stuff though. Uh, in case you guys are wondering, uh, I'll, I'll show you guys some stats. Not show you, but... So I'm going to hop on like my fireside. This is the podcast host that I'm doing. Or the hosting provider, I guess. And the most popular episodes, just so you guys are in the know, in case you're curious. I know you guys might be curious, Kathy's. Dang, I got... Oh, I had 300 downloads overnight. That's crazy. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that is super crazy. So, I'm looking here. So, my most popular episodes, if I 
pull them up. The most popular episode was the um, Super Bowl picks and props, um, but that was a one-off. That was like a one-day one-off. Uh, and then Lucid Dreaming Exercises. That one has was like my, my most downloaded for the non-sports, uh, which is sleeping-related dreaming. Next one was the this one's a newer one, a very newer one, which is even more impressive. Was the positive affirmations uh, spoken to on Twitter? This is something so. Uh, what's that word? Is it esoteric? Yeah, I think it's esoteric. One that means like it's this very, very granular, almost singular. Uh, I did not think that was going to gain any traction. That is my, excluding the Super Bowl, my second most downloaded one. Uh, and then the Home Depot Battle Royale. So just the first one's a sleeping one. The second one is an, like a positive body one. A third one was just a blast from the past. Fun, fun one. Like Home Depot Battle Royale. Like easily my, my favorite thing to talk about. Um, I found some I found some other gems um, that I've witnessed and seen my whole you know that I, I've done myself at some point or have experienced and. Uh, or I've read, and, uh, and I'm, I think I have a good idea of, like, the fun stuff, but not too fun. Uh, and then the other ones are just, like, the stream of consciousness of the racing mind. Like, it's just me talking, and it helps, talks about, like, slowing down the racing mind, what to do. And then the second episode that I've made uh, called Insomnia Rants. Like, over time, or it's just labeled Insomnia, like, episode two, uh, steadily has keeps getting downloads it's almost like evergreen content uh, but I keep getting downloads and then the startup ideas the latest startup ideas one part nine which I did not know had this many downloads it's fairly new um, I did not think that at all and then how to generate ideas for the biz podcast uh, stop mind racing insomnia yeah a lot of the things with insomnia and mind racing are um, and and dreaming related tend to have the most downloads. And then the one that has been gaining a lot of traction recently, a very very recent episode was the third eye focus stuff. So so the way I see it, there are like three types of episodes that tend to get traction that I enjoy to talk about uh, at some capacity. So the note card thing, this mini series, it has. I have to wait to see the numbers, but the early numbers do, sh do show that it's, I don't know, it seems like it's cool uh, for you guys, so I'm glad, and I'm glad to be talking about it so I get some good win. Um, but the other ones are like dreaming, sleep-related stuff, more, more knowledge-based, um, helping insomnia tips, uh, I, you know, that works. Um, it's just trying to explain things and understand and go like talk from a place where, you know, I'm just, I'm just not like... I don't know, quiet half the time. It's a little bit tough. So the the sleeping knowledge, I'm always learning. I'm, I'm trust me, I am like in the weeds with the sleep stuff. It's just I'm, I, I just don't feel comfortable talking about it from a place of like either expertise or just something along those lines or doing it from a place where I can offer my own blend and insights and not just be like a like a parrot and just mimicking things that I'm seeing. That makes sense. Um, the other ones too, like. Yeah, the affirmation one was just blowing my mind. I had no idea that was going to be that popular. Yeah, but the Home Depot stuff. Yeah, a lot of the insomnia, stream of consciousness, and like random randomness, like tends to be 
popular, especially when it comes to like these like one-off, like interesting things. Um, but uh, I think next week's episodes, and I, I, I like I like pulling like old internet stuff, like blast from the past that I was like enthralled with, and I, I think you guys will enjoy it too. Um, at least, like I said, looking at the numbers, that tends to be the case. Uh, so I feel like I'm on par. If you guys are wondering what episodes that I uh, that were complete duds, I'll, I'll tell you which ones were duds, at least in my eyes, compared to like what I was expecting. And I try to keep my expectations low, but compared to like the trends, you can I can clearly see like which ones did not resonate. Um, let's see, the writing one I wrote, you know, almost a week ago, like ten days ago. That was. I mean, it's got downloads, but like looking at the trends, it's a it's a no bueno. It looks like it's not going to be great. Uh, let's see here. Any other ones that are off? I talked about the XFL uh, a couple months ago. Uh, we all know what happened with that. Um, that one was a what I would call a dud. Did not that did not meet my expectations at all. Oh, oh compared to everything else. Let's see, any other ones that seem to miss the mark? Uh, the Super Bowl stuff was great. Let's see, the startup idea stuff never really took off until after the Super Bowl, so I can't really judge them either. Uh, here's one. Here's one that doesn't work. Um, podcast ramblings and questions. I talked about, yeah, more of the ramblings, and I even mentioned like not for first-time listeners. That one was a dud. Makes sense. Not the first time listeners. Another one, relative, was. You know, a lot of these are like the NFL stuff. Like in hindsight, like in hindsight, the NFL stuff, the picks, um, didn't do as popular, like long term, which makes sense. It's weekly, but early on, um, it did have good traction. So I can't really knock them. Home Remedies Tested was another good one that I did, but let's see, Facebook Privacy. No, some of these actually performed decent relative to what they were trying to do. I talked about, like, Chappelle at some point early on. That one really wasn't too hot, but I don't know. It's it's pretty rare. I don't say rare, but, like, looking at the numbers, I'd say 10 to 15% of the episode ideas just tend to not stick. But the other ones tend to... I don't know, I feel like you guys get enjoyment out of it, and then there's... I feel like I'm starting to hit more of, like... I don't want to say a groove, but, like, I feel like I'm getting a better understanding of where I want the podcast to go. And I think that's the beauty of the podcast, honestly, is that, you know, I try to change things up all the time. I kind of look at what's going on. You know, I, I follow what I kind of want to do, like, what's going on in my life and how it reflects. Uh, I know some people really enjoy, like, having a certain subject that I stick to, um, but I also know a lot of other people would really enjoy just a, like a lot of variety and just be talking about a lot of things. And I talk about these subjects in hopes that, you know, not just to provide value, but, you know, a lot of people just don't realize, hey, like, if you have sleeping troubles and we're talking about ex about literally anything, you might just listen for the voice, but you might find value out, you might find value in the content at some point. I think that's kind of the sentiment that I want to get get at, and 
I'm just seeing like most of the stuff that I talk about these days. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just crazy to me to see that I just keep getting downloads on things that I, you know, I think I find interesting that I help you guys with or something that's just more related to me, but hopefully you guys can take value out of uh, at some way, shape or form. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it guys. Um, yeah, so I don't know what else to say. Generally, I wouldn't normally do. I would normally have an idea, but but yeah, I think uh, I think it's time for me to say I enjoyed the podcast. I enjoy. I really enjoy these episodes. Like these no card ones are great uh, for me. And if you guys enjoy it, please, like I said, share whatever. But do whatever's. Um, but if you've been with, if you've been listening for a while, just again, thank you for following the journey of kind of what goes in my mind. Uh, things I want to talk about, and there's a, there's a lot more. It's really just unlocking unlocking all of it. So, um, yeah. Well, folks, until next time. Take care and dream easy.